Today we continue the exploration of the Brahma Viharas, the divine abodes, with equanimity, Upeka. And it's useful as we move to this heart quality of equanimity to remember that we're not leaving the other qualities behind. We're not eliminating them or moving away. They're just taking on another flavor. As the open heart meets different conditions, meets just the open, more neutral, but caring environment, the metta arises. When the open heart meets suffering, compassion arises. When the heart meets flourishing conditions, mudita arises. And when the open heart sees clearly the complexity, the changing conditions, the difficulties of life, but acknowledging their impersonal nature, when there's a place of balance as we meet the range of conditions. This is equanimity. The heart is still open, connected, tender, still fully available, but it's in this place of balance. You might recall from Kamala's talk eons ago, the quality of balance is another way to think of equanimity. One of the translations of the word yupeka is to stand in the midst of. And that's an interesting translation because it really tells us we're not aloof or indifferent or separate. It's we're still right there in it. But there's a larger view Another translation is to look over. So there's this bigger view. Not getting caught in the... right in, Not getting so caught in the particulars of a situation. Sometimes it can be felt as a vast container like the vast space in which everything happens, the joys and the sorrows are all arising in something much vaster. You might sense a little bit the way the topic, the talk I gave last night, has this sense of opening up into a much vaster container And when we have a sense of that, then it's much easier to sit in the midst of it all and not be swept off our feet. There's a line from a Rumi poem. 
that speaks to this. He says, my branches tremble, but my roots run deep. And equanimity has this quality of the roots running deep. So the branches still sway and the breeze still flows through us and around us, but there's a steadiness. And as we cultivate, a lot of the cultivation of this steadiness comes naturally through our practice by seeing how everything comes and goes. The more we see that arising and passing and the changing nature, that there's nothing to grasp hold of, then it's simply to allow it all to go by. You might just start this practice period by just sensing in yourself the rootedness, the steadiness that is available to you. Recognizing that this quality has arisen during this retreat. It may be available just a little in this moment or a lot. But just notice the recognition that, yeah, it can get difficult. It can get joyful. But there's a subtle knowing of just being steady. And see how, for yourself, how you might recognize that. Do you recognize it in your body? Do you feel it with your contact with the ground? Or for you, is it a sense of spaciousness around you? Like this idea of space or a bigger container? See if you can feel this through, this through thread for you. It can be useful to recognize that this can be here and the other aspects of experience, the other heart qualities can come and go. There might be this subtle through thread, through line.
when we sense this steadiness, then we have the possibility of seeing other people in their challenges, in their exuberance, and realizing that we don't need to try to fix them or change them or get overwhelmed by their conditions just as we don't get overwhelmed or try to fix our own. They too are on their own journey. Their lives are unfolding due to innumerable causes and conditions. So this steadiness can reference ourselves and through supporting us in steadiness, we can look out at the world with steadiness, steady eyes. One of the phrases that Ruth King offers is may I see the world with quiet eyes. Or may I see the world with patient eyes. May I remain peaceful and let go of fixation. The traditional phrase for equanimity, for communicating to ourselves as we try to hold this intention of roots run deep, the traditional phrase is may that you are the owner of your own actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depend on your actions, not upon my wishes for you. This takes a little bit of explaining because this idea that you are the owner of your own actions. This acknowledges not that somebody is responsible for the things, everything that happens to them. That's the oversimplified version of karma. But to understand that people are responsible for how they respond And that conditions are unfolding in ways that we cannot control and nor can they. But those are their conditions. We can't fix it. And how they respond, what they make of that is their journey. A simpler way that sometimes it's it's expressed is I care about you and you are on your own journey. This is your journey. I 
I think it's nice to include this caring quality. Because this is the truth of it, that we care and we offer people their own ease. So in this practice with equanimity, we usually bring, begin with a neutral person. So allow yourself to bring to mind somebody that you have neither a pull towards or a push away. See if you can begin to find this steadiness in yourself that allows that person to have their own path, their own journey. Knowing that it will be hard at times, they too are subject to dukkha, to aging, to death. They too will have joys, delights, and happiness. So letting this person be with you, feeling your heart center, and then finding a phrase or a couple phrases that match your way of expressing this. I'll name some of them. Just let the ones that don't fit go by and find what resonates for you. I care about you, but your happiness or unhappiness are the result of your own actions, responses, rather than my wishes for you. I care about you, but you are on your own journey, not the one I wish for you. I offer my care, knowing I don't control the course of life, of suffering, or death. I wish you ease and contentment, but I cannot make your choices for you. I care for you, but my way is not the only way. You, like all beings, have your own journey, and I have mine.
You can also simplify this down to something very simple. May I accept things as they are. I accept you and your journey as they are right now. So just spend a f- spend some time with this neutral person. And in a little bit I'll come back in and we'll shift to another.
perhaps now offering one last phrase. I care about you. But your happiness or unhappiness depends on your own thoughts, speech, and actions rather than my wishes for you. Perhaps a little internal bow to this person, sending them on their way. And allow yourself now to bring to mind somebody, a friend, somebody who you know, that you notice, or a loved one, that you notice sometimes you get a little entangled. I wouldn't suggest choosing yet your closest family member or intimate. Go a little bit, a little bit, gentler than that. But somebody who know who sometimes their decisions you might be challenged by, but you care about them. Or you see that they might be struggling in some way. and bring them to mind. And then feel your own heart. And then feel your steadiness. Wherever you found that before, body, seat, earth, space, find your steadiness. and acknowledging the complexity of their life. Offer them your care and give them their freedom. Give them their freedom to live their own life and make their own choices. I care about you and your happiness and unhappiness depend on your own thoughts and speech and actions rather than my wishes for you. May I bear witness to things just as they are.
May I offer my well wishes without conditions. May I respect your choices. And whether I understand it or not, conditions are unfolding according to a natural law. Find the phrases that help support your care in this generous offering to this friend of yours to offer your support without condition that they change or do it different. That they have the freedom to continue on their journey without need to make it easier for you or to change it. Offer them a big space. All beings have their own journey. This is your journey. And if you notice that you're still a little tangled up with their challenges, their difficulties, you might offer something like this. I care for you, but cannot keep you from suffering. I wish you happiness, but cannot make your choices for you. With great care, I accept this is how it is for you right now.
and how you might take a moment to honor this person or people that have gone through your your thoughts, caring for them and respecting them on their journey. Letting yourself bow to them. Wishing them well in the freedom for their journey to unfold. And then for the last part of the practice period, we'll come back to ourselves. Connecting with this equanimity, this settledness that allows our journey to continue to unfold. May I accept things as they are. May I be undisturbed by the coming and going of thoughts and events. No matter how much I may wish for things to be otherwise, things are as they are. This is the way it is right now. May I open to the conditions of my mind and my body with grace and ease. And whether I understand it or not, conditions are unfolding according to a natural law. All the causes and conditions of my history and of the world are unfolding in this moment, in this way. May I sit in the midst of it with ease and grace. May my heart and mind be balanced and at ease with life as it is. Find your own phrases or support and sense it. However it supports you, recognizing the support that you have cultivated here. This whole retreat, 
Feel this supporting you now. No matter if there's resistance or difficulty or your steadiness, your ability to sit here and be with everything in this moment. Things are as they are, 
May I meet them with grace and ease and care. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.